Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. on the Here We Are radio show, an interactive part of the Here We Are with Lucy.com family. If you're interested in living well and saving time, I invite you to come by and subscribe so you're alerted to new content. It's free and your information is never sold or shared. Plus, we know you are busy and prefer quality to quantity, so we don't bug you with constant updates. The basis of our mission is to inspire you, support your personal growth, and make your busy life better brighter, and easier. It's Friday, April 15th, 2011, and today's episode is Moving, the Must-Do's and Don'ts of Staging and Selling a Home. And to help us learn these do's and don'ts is Susan Devaney, real estate expert and home staging expert as well. Growing up as the daughter of a minister, Susan had the privilege of knowing her grandparents and her great-grandmothers. Raised in the age-old tradition of respect for the elderly, she learned how caring for senior members of a family offered important lessons for the entire family. Susan's first job after college was reporting on elderly issues at the national level on Capitol Hill. Besides being a successful real estate broker, she now works with seniors and their family members, one household at a time, through her company, Moving Mavens. As the CEO of Moving Mavens, she's realizing her dream to help families of all ages eliminate much of the stress that comes from organizing, right-sizing, staging, moving, and then selling the family home. Susan and her husband have raised three sons in Westfield, New Jersey, where Moving Mavens was launched. And you can find out more about Susan Devaney at movingmavens.com, and that's moving, M-A-V, as in Victor, I-N as in Nancy, S, movingmavens.com. Just like moving a home, we have a lot of work to do for this show. So let's get started. Hi, Susan. Welcome to Here We Are. Hi, Lucy. I'm so happy to be with you and your guest today. Oh, I'm glad you're here. And listeners, this is going to be a jam-packed show, and we want to offer as much information as possible so we will not be taking calls today. The first half of this show is devoted to staging and selling a house. It's very important. And then we're going to move on to an even more important and stressful issue, moving a senior family member. Susan, As I mentioned, moving is stressful and overwhelming for everyone involved. What is the very first thing one should assess before starting the process of putting a house on the market? I think one of the most important things to do is to walk into your own home as if you were a guest in someone else's. Because when we walk into another one's home, you don't have all your personal baggage that you do in your own. They're not you're not accustomed to seeing your piles of different things. So you're looking at it with a different eye. And if you walk through your front door as if you were a potential buyer 
or visiting someone else's, then you start to see what your mind, your eyes sort of miss when you're used to being in your space day to day. That's really that's very uh, good. So now, if that's hard to do, it is hard to see your yeah. own stuff. So would you recommend maybe having a, a good friend, someone you trust, their opinion come in and take a look, or maybe even somebody who hasn't been in your home before? A well, actually, that's one of the things that um, a good realtor can help you to do. Uh, unfortunately, most realtors are a little bit hesitant to be really candid, uh, which is one reason why working with someone who can help you transition, they become like a sister, um, you know, a daughter in your family where you, you really know that they're going to be familiar and honest and blunt, but at the same time, it's done with a lot of loving care, like your, hopefully your sister would. Um, so, yes, absolutely. And a, a girlfriend, um, a, a trusted, if you're a grown person, one of your kids um, to come in and just really help help be really candid. You know, at that point, it's money in your pocket if if things are really streamlined and um, and you've prepared well. So we're looking not just for maybe, uh, you know, laundry in the corner. We're also maybe having someone with their eye say, like, boy, this kitchen looks like it was last done in 1962. Very good point. But even if you're not going to redo the kitchen, one of the main things, uh, and I don't ever really advise someone overhauling their kitchen, um, one of the main things is the way that we may have decorated or um, acquired piles and stacks or displayed things on a wall, it really um, comes across with a lot of our personal taste. And when you're trying to market your home, you want to be able to appeal to a wide array of buyers as possible. And so you want them to be able to walk in and immediately envision their things in your home so that they would want to buy it and make it their own. That's a lot easier for people to do when they're not really – hit with one particular style when they walk in. You want to make it a bit more generic and depersonalized. I always say okay. to people, if you pack it up before your buyer sees it, it's most likely money in your pocket. If you pack it up after your buyer sees it, your buyer's just had the advantage there. You want to save your All right, your- now, let, let's, let's talk about money. And before we get to the important must-dos and don'ts, this is on everybody's mind, no matter you know whether you have a, a, a very expensive home or a more mainstream home or, or, a more, or a more modest home. Everyone's thinking about the money aspect. And, and are we looking, with the, the list you're going to give us, are we looking at things that everyone can do with a little elbow grease or is staging going to cost us money? And if so, do we do a staging budget before we begin? A staging budget is always wise. Um, as a rule of thumb, I, I tell families if if it's deferred maintenance or deferred um, uh, upkeep uh, that hasn't been done for a few years or a number of decades, you can expect to get your best return on your large investment in your home if you don't invest a little. And if it's taken you, you know, the amount of money it's taken you to acquire everything and compile it in your home, it's not going to get out for free. You know, it wasn't free to come in. It's not free to go out. However, most of these things, if you really look at your own home with a very critical eye, you can uh, review, you can get ideas from magazines, and you can use a lot of elbow grease. 
where I really, especially when we're talking with, about seniors, where I really um, caution people is that you don't want the process of moving, which is stressful enough, and the whole preparation phase to really compromise someone's health. It's If you think of the investment in your home, if you think of the money that you're going to be getting once you sell your home, making a little investment in hiring services so once you get to the other side of the move, you still have your health. Stress is a very, very tearing down of people's physical body. It, it's not good for people, especially as we no get older. No doubt. And, and, and so I, the, I'm a the big idea fan of, of a heart attack or, you know, the anxiety that comes with it if people aren't eating properly, um, it's just something to really guard against, especially with your senior. Okay, so from what I'm hearing, your advice is to look at the services, things you can't do yourself, and maybe put right. your money uh, is, is uh, best spent in those areas. Yes, so, and what now, we frequently do, we, we personalize our services, so we do a free consult because we want to come in and see what family resources, what friends, what um, team members that family has that can help them work toward the end goal and how we can best augment what the family has that we can do. Sometimes the, one of the most helpful things we can do is give you a roadmap of ways to proceed and referrals to really trusted service providers. Okay. All right, let's start with th this is very good, and I think uh, whether you're moving yourself or a senior, what you just said applies. To, right. to look at the services you need, what can you do, you know, what's going to go with the elbow grease, and what, what does somebody else have to do for you. So what's the, what do we do first if we're going to stage and get the house ready to go? What's the first thing to do? Well, I start with telling people, think of merchandising. If, if you're merchandising a shop window, if you walk by and you see what it looks like, you're merchandising your home now. So what you want to do is have that universal appeal, um, less is more. You want to room by room, stand in the doorway, and think if this were a shop window of a furniture store, what would it look like in today's market? Because the people who are buying your home are the people who are going to be shopping in that furniture store. And whatever styles are current is a style that's going to appeal to them. So if you have a lot of flowery wallpaper, investing in hiring a painter, if um, if this isn't your skill set, and to come in and take the wallpaper down and put a um, more of an earth tone, um, woman we door who works with us calls it transfer beige. Some shading, uh, there's a color Navajo white, which is a little creamy, not really a white, but some calmer color on the wall. It will immediately update a space. And you want your spaces to all be very, very fresh and clean. You want someone to walk in and feel like they could sit down and make it their home. So you're talking about the eggshells, the walls. What about the floors? Yeah. What if there's old rugs? Uh, old rugs are a must-go. If it's wall-to-wall -wall carpeting and it's old, it's really – if you think of some a young family who's buying it and they have a toddler or a baby crawling, would they – you know, do they really want to put their baby on somebody else's rug? So at the very least, it needs to be professionally shampooed, but most cases it's much more economical. The bang for your buck is absolutely to either, if you have carpeting over hardwoods, take up the carpeting and leave the hardwoods. Many times just for a um, professional buffing and a coat of polyurethane put on top, your hard, your floors will glow. The way that homes are marketed today, over 90% of homes 
that are sold or are seen first online. So the buyers see them on the computer. Most multiple listing services now can post up to 25 photos of a home. That's a lot of photos of the indoors, the outdoors. So people are getting to see the details. They're not even going to come into your home if they if the photos online haven't been appealing. So what your home looks like in that photograph will will be its draw. It will be the, its calling card. Okay, so to get those photos to look great, what's another tip we have to do? Well, let's think about this. If, well, you've got the walls. They're clean and fresh. You've got your floor sparkling. You walk into your kitchen. It needs to sparkle like you're in a cooking show. You mm. want people to come in and think, you know, they could serve dinner off your counter. They would come in and prepare. So this is where every little crevice is toothbrush clean. It's Everything's sparkling, and when many people have different appliances and things they collect on their counter, when you take a photograph, that all looks very busy. So your toaster needs to go under your cabinets in a, in a cabinet space. Um, blenders get put away. At most, you leave out a coffee maker. But even having a pantry shelf or some place to put that is a really good thing, but especially when you have photographs taken. Have the cabinets cleared. You don't need a roller, uh, paper towel roll. Everyone knows you can have a place to put a paper towel. You, you mentioned toothbrush clean. What about the bathrooms? Oh, my goodness. I equate this to when you're walking into a hotel room. If you happen to walk into a hotel room and the chambermaid hasn't been there yet, do you really want to put your toothbrush down <laughs> on the bathroom mm. thing? No, I know or if you think someone else is there. So when you walk into your bathroom... Think of it as if your buyer's walking into a hotel room. They don't want to see your toothbrush on the counter. I suggest to families to get a bin, a basket that you can put your personal toiletries under the sink in a cabinet, in a linen closet handy nearby, but you want that, absolutely you want your bathroom uh, toothbrush clean. And for many families, I really suggest having uh, fresh uh grout or caulking put around the edges of the tub or shower because over time that can get worn or cracked. You don't need to necessarily replace any tub or shower. That's not anything I encourage. But getting it spotless clean, which frequently can be done with refreshing the grout, which is not a big job. Many homeowners are able to do this yourself, but if you really don't know how to put that line down very very smoothly, looking very professional. It is such a good investment, such a good return on your money. If you hire a professional to come in and do it, it will take them a couple hours, and those are the kind of things we can refer of people. You want to line up all those little jobs so someone can come in and in a day or two or even a few hours get those all done for you. Which actually so I making a list here too. is very important, correct? Absolutely. Making a list and knowing room, room to room, room. room what's got yes. to get done. Yes, and that's actually part of what we, we do for you and really help you organize your thoughts. You don't want to try to skip around and do hit or miss here and there. You'll just feel overwhelmed. You'll never get that sense of accomplishment, which really does help drive you forward. And how about stuffed closets? I've been to many an open house where I open up the hall closet or the master bedroom closet, and it is floor to ceiling. You can't even see where the, the shelves are. Definitely a don't. <laughs> that okay. Is, what, anything that stays with your house. If you have an armoire that's a piece of furniture, it's moving with you. Buyers should not be looking in there, and generally are not. But if you have um, any piece of the kitchen cabinets, the bathroom vanity, 
any closet in the home is part of what the buyer's buying, and they want the storage as well. You want that storage to convey to a buyer there's plenty of room here. They have plenty of stuff to put their plenty of places to put their things, and they're not exploding. So if you do happen to have a limited closet space, pack up the out of season things now. Put them in a box, stack them neatly in a basement or a garage or an attic, and only have out the current season's clothes. And if you have a lot of clothes, minimize what you have. Hang them all on matching hangers going in the same way. You don't have to spend a fortune on that, but, but merchandise your closet. Make it look like you're lining up stores as if you were in a clothes shop. And when you go in and you think of how appealing that looks, if you walk in to one of the clothing shops, that's basically what you want to do. People think it sounds silly, but you get one shot at that first impression. So you want the visual. The visual is so important. That you Mm -hmm. want it on the shelves. Minimize what's on the floor and the shelves. And if you have a collection of things, put them in a decorative basket that you can buy in one of the uh, big box stores or you know one of the um, the stores that have just home good products. You can get them very economically. They don't have to be fancy, but it's just the organization and the streamline. You're going to have to pack it up when you move anyway. If you pack it up before you put it on the bar on the market, it's an asset to you. It it brings in more money to you if you pack it up after your buyers have seen it. You they've just discounted the cost, the price. Yeah, it's and I think it's a very good opportunity to donate things that you're not using. You can give to someone else who really maybe is in need of it, and you're, you're cleaning your house, and you don't have to move it to the next house then. I have to tell you that people tell us after they've we've gone through these processes, oh, I wish I'd done this years ago. I don't even want to move now. It's so perfect. <laughs> and you get everything what, ready. What really mm-hmm. happens with this, and many times when we have memories associated with something and it's hard to let it go, um, I suggest to people that, you know, it's been sitting in your closet. No one's gotten to use it. This could go for such good purpose. It could make make such a difference in someone else's life who doesn't have anything. And and it's sitting here jam-packed, and it's becoming a liability to you. It is no longer an asset to you, and it could be such an asset out in the world. The other part of that is when you're trying to sort, say with clothes or with anything, actually, is if you're going through, you can separate into a very quick review of, say, half the closet even, to say this is a definite keep, this is a definite uh, toss out, and this is a definite I have no idea what I'm going to do with this. That Mm -hmm. I have no idea pile is always the biggest on the first pass through. But once you've gone through that, that collection of things the first time, by the second time when you roll through it, You'll start the I don't know pile. You'll start to really, you've just seen everything right before your eyes in that brief time. You'll have a better perspective on, oh, I don't really want that, or I never really loved that, or that doesn't really fit me anymore. And you, it's much easier on the second pass to make those decisions. And once you and made I think the decision, your, your advice with that is very good, Susan, because even 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 though you're talking about a very personal thing, when you have clarity as the, the seller, and you can see what you need, what you don't need, and, and a lot of it goes or gets organized, the new people coming in to look have clarity just as an overall view of the home. Is that correct? Exactly, exactly what happens. And it All right, also, so, it, it, for whatever part of your life, and we work with people many times when they're not, they're thinking maybe I'll sell in a year or two, but they don't want to be overwhelmed with the whole process right before they need to proceed. We'll come in, and that gives you to be able to leisurely go through these steps room by room. And they, people always tell us, 
this has been the best, most life-changing thing I've ever done. They just they feel better about every aspect of their life. They feel more in control of every single aspect. Now, Susan, those are great must-dos. Is there uh, one or two must-don'ts that Absolutely. everyone should abide by? And we're getting – we have so much information. I just want to tell you we have 10 minutes left. So give me a couple quick must-don'ts. One, first off, anything of – high sentimental value or high financial value. Your jewelry, your um, treasures, your sterling silver tea set, pack them up before you put your house on the market. If it's your jewelry, put it in a box and take it to a safety deposit box or put it in a box and keep it in your trunk. When you go out, if the house is being shown, you take it with you. Do not leave high value items where they can be seen. At the very least, put them in a brown box market rags and tape it and put it in the back of the attic. Do not leave it out where it can be easily seen. Second of all, any personal papers, any bills, any numbers, any personal information, take those papers, put them away. It's also really best to um, to put those in a small handheld file box that you can then put in the trunk of your car when you're leaving if you need to have these things readily accessible. At the very least, Put them in a place where they are not visually out. And the third thing is don't over-improve your home. I don't have people saying redo a bathroom unless it is really falling apart. A good solid cleaning with the fresh grout and, and a fresh coat of paint is usually enough for most spaces. You don't want to take a $300,000 home and put a thirty, forty, hundred thousand dollar kitchen in it, or improve it with that. With the, you really want to make sure you're mindful of the pricing in your neighborhood and not to over improve. That's great advice. So if you're not sure, and let's say you are contemplating doing a kitchen or a bathroom, and you check really with say a realtor, that's where I was check going. with okay. a licensed realtor. Definitely. So now. Staying with the real estate aspect, and let's move away from the staging a bit, and let's get to the uh, the real uh, meat and potatoes of, of what you're doing with moving people in, at movingmavens.com. You are moving elderly family members, and you're helping. So if I'm a client, I want to understand how this works. I come to you. Uh, let's say my mom is uh, widowed, and she's much older now, and she's being stubborn, doesn't want to move. What happens? I sit in front of you at your desk, and tell me the process. Generally, it is a daughter, though sometimes it's a son, who phone us, and um, they they're they're in a quagmire. They're and they're in a position which we all are in our families. Is we have communication patterns that are ingrained from you know when we were little people, and their parent really can't quite hear their child say to them now's really time, or if they've agreed that it's time, then to be able to listen to the guidance of one of their children in a step. And to the parents, you know, on their side of it, they now have one of their kids frequently saying, you've got to get rid of everything, which is absolutely not the approach to take. So one way that I think we're most able to help families get this whole process started is, first of all, we're an outside person, so everybody tends to be on their absolute best behavior when a third party, you know, a family, someone outside the family member steps in. And this is our expertise. This is what we do. 
um, and we do it day in and day out. So we really do have some best steps guidance, like basically a roadmap for you of tried and true things that really work for most families. So, But what we really want to do is respect everybody's opinion and whatever it is that they have to have everybody heard and then to respect mom's and dad's opinion too. So as we're reviewing what they want to take, we always start because they're generally downsizing tremendously. So what we want to do is start with what are their very favorite things. And we work with the floor plan. If they know where they're going or they know approximately the size of where we're going, we create a floor plan for them. We measure the furniture that is their favorite. And if mom and dad have a really what you would consider ugly old stuffed upholstered chair that is their favorite, please, please do not try to reupholster it or make it look beautiful before they move into their new home. Keep that chair exactly as it is because it has, we would have perhaps a professional person come in to shampoo it the day of the move so that when they move in, it is very fresh and clean the way that's done. It dries within less than 24 hours. That we frequently do in a move, but we don't ever reupholster it. We keep their favorite quilt. We keep their favorite bedspreads. They don't want things redesigned. Many times, so we I'm hearing fresh from you that you are emphasizing continuity and familiarity yes. to make Absolutely. the elderly person in this equation comfortable and to get the transition for everyone as smoothly uh, as possible to go along and. And and I like what you said about everyone being on their best behavior, and I think that's very important. There's a lot of emotion involved, in, oh, so especially much. when you're dealing with the parent who's been the parent, but now you have the child sort of becoming the parental uh, uh, in the parental role and taking and over. And flipping those lines is a very fuzzy. It's not a straight road. It's very windy, hard thing to do, and it's it's so much emotion that to have. Um, to have somebody, it's like having a counselor in the equation, not to say that we're counselors, but we, we are a counselor in the process. And to, so to, instead of trying to go through everything in the house with the senior, which is much too overwhelming, we, um, we go to the things, the pieces of furniture in the rooms where they generally live. They're going to have fewer rooms. So their favorite kitchen table or where they sit most often, if it can be leaves taken out, reconfigured for the space, their favorite chair, their dresser with exact same setup when they go into the net. We take digital pictures. We love them because the digital pictures, whether they're moving, that we're moving them into the other side or whether we're sending them off to be where the one of the children are perhaps, those digital pictures can translate for whoever's helping them do the unpack to rearrange things exactly the same way. And actually that's part of our service, the floor plan to select what will really fit safely so they can maneuver, you don't have tripping hazards, and then we select the things that they're really using in their day-to-day lives because if they've been in their home for many, many years, most of what's there they're really not interacting with anymore. So they may not really need to review everything. That could be really stressful. But part of what we do is that we want when the kid, the adult kids come into the picture for their time spent with the parents to be going through the things that an outside person wouldn't be able to do as well. You can review family photos, but we suggest gathering those up and reviewing them when your parent has already moved in. That is very time-consuming. Susan. But you don't want to come to town with just that huge checklist and roll your parents through it. You will make them crazy. Right, I think that's a very yeah. That talk about stress. That's that's something no yes. one wants to go down. And you do, as I mentioned earlier in this uh, show, that you also have a very vibrant real estate practice. We have two minutes left. Tell me how that real estate practice 
is goes hand in hand with your moving mavens company. We can manage the whole process for you. And so many times a realtor will come in and say, well, just clear this out and stage this up. That's the most stressful part. So we can help you travel that road, get that done, guide you to the craft people, the, um, the service people who would come in, the electrician, the roofer, whatever you need, who's going to be really fair and good and you would want in your parents' home. And then also to um, market your home so that you get the absolute best return on investment. It is not about flipping your home. It is about bringing the most – this is a big, big part of your family's investment. But whether you're in my immediate area or whether you are located out, out of our neighborhood, I partner with realtors in other people's neighborhoods because they are the neighborhood expert, but I'm going to negotiate this for you and and take care of the family and the whole big picture so you get one-stop shopping, that you you have us on your team. That's what we say. And that is very important because I, and, and there are so many realtors, and there, but what you're offering is a very unique service from from beginning to end. And it's uh, and I think that you, I'm sure if you're getting a young couple buying a home on your real estate practice and then you get to meet them and they, you get to hear their you know, that they have family issues or with the elder. It's all working together, and I, I applaud you for really uh, stepping out there and putting together packages like this for people because I this is unique to me, and this is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show. Uh, I think it's, there was quite a need for it, and um, we I'm found glad you shared your expertise with us. A lot of comfort and a lot of peace of mind, especially family members who can't be local, um, to be that know that... Um, we get to know everybody, you know, the Internet, email, digital photographies. We send all the photos around. The whole family's in the loop. And that communication and that support uh, has just um, been very important to our families. We're very proud okay. of that. It's really good. Thank you, Susan. Listeners, you can find Susan at movingmavens.com. And again, that is movingmavens with an I.com. Susan, thank you for lending your expertise. I know it will save the listeners time, money, and stress when selling their home. So glad you could be here. My pleasure. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for sharing part of your busy day with us. We understand that every minute counts, and we hope our radio shows and lifestyle information at herewearewithlucy.com help to make your life better brighter and easier i'm lucy weston and i look forward to talking with you next time on here we are